Are you still recording? Yeah, I started recording. For what, though? In the middle of this, uh, when he was like, and he didn't pay us. And then... Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I went and said a name anyway, so then it just became a thing. Yeah, she's a twat. Um, I like... Whatever. Yeah. I, I've still never laughed harder at anything in my life. When she fell in the pool. When she fell in the pool. Jesus. She tried to do a cartwheel into the pool... And she hit the edge. Like, she missed going into the water. She landed outside the pool, like, right on the edge of the and pool. And then just kind of and slid, slid into the pool. Into the pool. <laughs> well, you know why? Because she's a giant cut lip. Jesus Christ. Cut it all. Or, ble- <laughs> or bleep out names. Do something. So, yeah. Let's talk about who else are cut lips. You go. I saved the cut lips for the end of the show. Oh. Huh? We do pussy songs. I mean, we covered DJ Bob. I'm good. All right. I like DJ Bob. Eddie, Eddie Watson, who's a cunt lip in your book? I think it's a good time to start the show, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the theme song, actually. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition of the grand design Some people say it's even harder to find Well then there must be some magic clue Hello everybody and welcome to episode 74 of the Ross Family Matters podcast Who's the 74? Uh, 74 is none other than Ron, was it Ron Hellstrom? I uh, no idea, I don't know what 74 Okay Anyway, I am Scott Williams You are uh, Jack Spade, Vic Ross, joined by the crew from last week. They had so much fun last week. They said, I'm coming back. Yeah, completely different week. Yeah, and they came back. Uh, we're doing another show with T.C. Washington, Eddie Watson, and the X-Men, Eddie Brown. I'll tell you, man, let's talk about your upcoming show. After the, the showcase of Champions was amazing. It was a great show. What's coming up next? Uh, so, our next show is going to be October 23rd, I believe. Um, I'm just double confirmed that. Yep, it's going to be 1023. Um, it's going to be our Halloween themed show, LPW 503. Um, and then the main event of that one is going to be a six man tag with the Dark Match Mafia. Um, so, yeah. All right. That's what well, got going on. Well, that is going to be an amazing So, event. I did some looking up. Yeah. Two famous number 74s, Merlin Olson, oh. who will also sell you flowers. Yeah. And Bruce Matthews. Okay. For the Packers, Aaron Campman. Number 74, Merlin Olson was also, was it Father Tim? Father Murphy? Fuck are we talking about? I don't know. He was, a, time? <laughs> he was a character. He, did a, he had a TV show on NBC. He was spun off from Little House on the Prairie. Oh, I've never seen it. Sorry. All right. That's some really random stuff. Yeah, you should do your research. You better come prepared. Yeah, next time we have a show where we ask you to name something about sitcoms, sitcom stands for situational comedy, not shit you remember from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that was like four or five shows ago. You gonna let that go? No. <laughs> it's more than four or five shows at this point, but... Okay, Ooh. so who wants to start? Who wants to jump? Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. We're gonna... Oh, boy. Gotta be careful with the bonnet. Yeah. Oh, we go. It's a beautiful hat. It is. It's something that they wore at the uh, World's Fair in St. Louis in 1917. <laughs> East St. Louis? Yes. <laughs> the bit one. Oh, good one. Oh. <laughs> Who was the least favorite member of the Ross Oh, no, that's not the question. Yes. That's not the question. That's not the question. <laughs> Me. Me. The question is, worst person to book... Wow. Wait. Jim. He... Jim. Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Okay. Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay. The Honky Talk Man. Okay. And the Iron Sheik. Oh, oh, that drug bill is Who? through the roof. <laughs> Who was the first one on that list? Jim Nightheart. Okay. From what I've heard and seen on a show, Jim Nightheart was tough because he wouldn't get even 
consider wrestling until somebody went and got him this what Shiki would call his medicine. Yes. Um, Shiki needed his medicine too, but I don't think he ever refused, at least to my knowledge, refused to work without it. Right. So I'd have to say Nightheart. Because like if the kind of medicine he needed, I don't even know where the fuck to get it. So if I was booking him, like, hey, I need this, I'd be like, uh, hang on, let me make some phone calls. Well, you, uh, <clears throat> I was always around. Now, I didn't have an issue with uh, when we worked the show with Honky Tonk Man. But yeah, there was I didn't that, There was that period where he was taking bookings, taking half the money up front, and telling him to buy a guitar, and then he wasn't making the plane. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a problem. And that was, like, probably 13, 14 years ago. Heard that happen three or four times. So I think Jake is okay now. Now. Right? Okay, but... When you were going to be booking Jake the Snake before, number one, you're paying to fly him in, right? Yeah. Number two, you're paying for a hotel. Yeah. Number three, he ain't coming with a snake. So if you want the snake, you got to go out and find the snake. He ain't coming without cocaine. So you got to go out and find cocaine. Okay? There's a lot of hoops to jump through for a 50-year-old who ain't seen the inside of a gym since 1987. Marlboro Lights. Right. Wait, I want to add a name to this. You can have if you guys got a name that isn't on that list that you think is a worse booking than all of those people. Well, within the last couple of weeks, the answer is clearly Marty Jannetty. He killed the fucking guy. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm <doing. laughs> And I'm to be sure fair, even, even though our good friends uh, like like JP will stay, I've seen him fucking wasted at shows where he can't even perform. So yes. yeah, I've seen him at the powerhouse show where he fell off the stage. Yeah. He was brought down to the ring to wrestle Peter B. Peter B. tried his best to get somewhat of a match out of him. Which was probably not and very hard. Did Pete pay for him himself? That's probably why he wasn't. I'm not probably why he wasn't wrestled. Well, you guys remember he used to do that all the time when we were going up to Green Bay. I remember we paid for Abby. He paid for Abby, he brought Abby in and worked Boy, in. like a fucking pig. Yep. Yeah, and then didn't pay Troy Lasky. <laughs> Listen, if anybody wants to pay a wrestler to come in and work on Go ahead and hit that uh, email at legacypro.wi at gmail.com. We work something. We had an idea. Yeah, we have a funk. We'd like to bring in Terry Funk. But not to wrestle at all, and we don't want him advertised. Right. Okay. Well, uh, well, well, why would a person do that? We want to have a non sequitur in the middle of the show where somebody, where Scott's in the ring and he goes, Ladies and gentlemen, Terry Funk. Yeah, and then like, Terry Funk walks out, walks around the ring waving, and then he just goes into the back. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, three-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Terry Funk. The man that could have six, seven hundred people. But look at the advertising. Well, didn't they retire not long ago? Come on. Yeah. Just, up. Oh, Eddie, we just need him to take a lap. <laughs> okay, I got a better idea, and we've mentioned this on here. I want to share it with you. I want you guys to do this. We're going to advertise a night with Raven. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Okay? Right. I'm going to pretty intelligent guys. Right? Yeah, so at one point during you the main event, there's like the heels are beating down on the baby face. And all of a sudden, the music plays, and oh, Raven, oh, oh. Raven oh. Simone comes up. <laughs> <laughs> and she does this. And she gives you the bug eyes. And the heels freeze in the ring. Because they got the bug eyes from Raven Simone. So then she runs them out, right? Now we could leave it at that, or or we can go one further when then the Raven the Wrestler's music actually plays after that, and he DDTs Raven Simone to send everybody home. I like it. Let's do it. So. You, so first the crowd is let down because Raven's Raven Simone, but then they're up when Raven DDTs Raven well, Simone. Well, the problem with that is... This isn't even your house. Yeah, the problem is, will nobody recognize the actual Raven? Yeah, that's true. They probably <laughs> think the Raven, the Raven Simone is Raven. <laughs> that would be funny. Raven Simone would be like $10,000. The book and Raven would be like fifty five. Yeah, like 100 <laughs> And an eight ball. Well, how, do, you think she'll take, do you think she'll take the DDT? No, no, no probably not. Not. She, She's taking a lot of DDTs. I'm sure she has. Right now, eating. I'm mean, over. Oh. So. Uh, oh, I thought you meant double dick tap. Oh, yeah. No, she doesn't like that. Sort of likes the, uh, she eats the uh, potato tap. She's not interested. Okay. She's part of the LGBT. She's good for her. Yeah. LGBT. She's the L. 
In God. case you were here, guys. <laughs> but here's why I think it would work. Because Raven's been getting herself out there. Thanks couple, for narrowing that down. A couple part. weeks ago, we saw her on Match Game. <laughs> so she's doing shit. Let's get her booked. I mean, I'm sure you can get a lot of people. Here's the thing. Here's how you keep her money down. Isn't you, that a rock band, Raven? You too? tell her that half of the proceeds are going to go to like LBGT community. Right? Okay. So then she'll probably bring her price down. But people are still going to think it's the Raven, the wrestler, so they're going to fill the house. It's a win win. And then they're going to sue us for false advertising. Yeah, fuck them. You said Raven? We brought Raven? Yeah. Just right. a with That's Raven. so Raven. A night with Raven. All that's, Ravens. That's all it says. Night with you Raven. Don't... Raven Simone. Raven the wrestler and Raven the British heavy metal band. I wrote. <laughs> I literally when the when she comes out and the crowd doesn't know what to do. I want you to literally start that that argument over the microphone. What? It's Raven. What did you expect? Well, the best part is you don't put anybody on the poster so no one can be mad. You just put the name A Night with Raven. Then we come back next show and have not one fan. A Night with Raven, and then you put a picture of TW3. <laughs> Actually, you will have one fan from the Raven Simone fan club hoping <laughs> for a second appearance. Just sitting in the crowd with like a Teen Beat magazine right. from 1987. Right. Hey, hey, <laughs> do what Dale said. That shit was great. Yeah. That shit was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, I like the idea. You guys need to run with this. I don't know why people don't take our ideas more seriously. Right. Also, frankly, Buck will be there, and he's going to need five comps for people for, all named Kevin. Yeah, for all his kids. Also, I don't know why people don't take me seriously. We tried to make Cuba a fucking Australian, and you guys shot it down. And you wonder why the guy ran away from you. Yeah, you, try, you shot it down. He, could, uh, he was going to have a boomerang and say, crikey. Oh God! Here's the way. Here's why Cuba doesn't talk to you anymore. Okay. <laughs> Number one, Can't we tried to make it. fun of him with his foot by making him a kangaroo. No, that's no. no. Okay. That enough. No. Number two, what are you playing now? Oh, I see it. Okay. Number two, yeah. You gave him a phone and told him he was a big deal. You're a big deal now. Big time, Cuba Andrew. I didn't do that. Who gave him that gimmick? That wasn't my gimmick. That was him. Yeah. And you thought the kangaroo Cuba Andrews was a bad idea? You were mocking a disability. No. How was I mocking a disability? He's from fucking Australia. Is that the disability? Because you're an Aussie? Yeah, he did a great he did a great accent. He went, crikey. Fucking guy wrote a book and took off. Yeah, wrote a book. Writes for Sports Illustrated. Me, I'm just a measly has-been. Another scattered body on his road to success. He's an angel. Some therapy going on here. Did he offer you a complimentary book? No. Actually, he did. A box, he but he But he autographed it. <laughs> he said, Scott, would you like this book? It's $5. And he, wrote, he autographed it to Scott. Stay cool. Like, it was, it was your yearbook from high school. <laughs> have, have a great summer, Cuba. Scott didn't understand why it said, Dear Scott, see you next year. And the thing is, I was, I'm was i happy for his success. All I wanted to do was, even if it was once a month, still do this podcast with him. But maybe he thinks I'm trying to glom on to his success now. Mm. Where before I was used for the credibility, now I'm not needed. You see? Poor Kuba. See how that goes? Let's go to the hat. <laughs> Ugh, my arms. Poor, so, poor Kuba. So short. Don't you feel bad for Kuba, guys? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> what about Scott? You feel bad for Scott? He's been abandoned. Oh, no. They la- This is how little they oh. care about me. They oh, watched no. Mitch Bri- Blake break my neck once on Jesse Van Rudin's show and laughed about it. <laughs> That was not Jesse Von Rudin. <laughs> Whatever it was. No, was he's referring crazy. to the we watch Indian. Yeah, when you, oh. yeah, you laughed about it. And then when I said something that was said to me, he goes, well, allegedly, this was said. <laughs> uh, all right. You don't have to name names here, but maybe there's a story in Name here. will be named. Who, who was the worst boss you've ever had? 
Oh, 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 oh. oh I, I'll name names. Oh, I'll name names. <coughs> when I was working Let's at go. when I was working at Time Warner, there was a gentleman named Mike who took over our department, and I was a coordinator about to become a supervisor, and he was the manager. And he was seemed like a nice enough guy in the beginning, very Machiavellian. It turned out, and he was very shady. So Machiavelli. So what he did? <laughs> now check this shit. So he oh, he nice. he took me under his wing to show me how to do the financial stuff, right? But the whole time he was hiding, he was making our contractors pay for like his boat and his rent, and he was hiding it in the invoices as custom wiring. But by having me sign the document, he you thought he was well, yeah. Thankfully, he got caught. But then he would take us out, like, individually out for drinks. And he had this doctor's bag he always carried with him. We found out he was recording our conversations. He would ask us stuff about his boss and see what our thoughts were. He was a fucking nut job. Thankfully, he got caught and got fired and was out of there. And my career continued. But, yeah, he was, like, hiding shit. And then he figured he could say, well, I didn't sign that. That was Scott and Larry that did that. So... Because Scott was, and Larry are concerned for paying for your boat, right, you piece of shit. Right. So that was the worst boss I ever had. Eddie, you were pretty fired up. Go ahead, man. So I got about three of them. Oh, boy. Oh, am I one of them? Uh, no. Yes. You're right. You're actually on, on my top five. That would be fucked up if you were really here. <laughs> no, I had this manager when I worked for Best Buy. Her name was Jennifer. Uh, Eddie and she was awesome. awful. Let me tell you how awful she was. Okay, first of all. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's her name? So I can tag her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't worry. Nobody can find pod beans since she's safe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm working at Best Buy. I'm working at Best Buy Mobile, and I'm not sure how it's structured now. But the way it was structured was, even though she was my manager, she was kind of really a supervisor, but her boss was somebody not in the branch. It, it was really weird. So. I couldn't really get help from anybody else in the store when it related to her, really, because they were kind of equal to all other managers, but not equal. It was really, really weird. So this one time, I tell her, hey, I really need to be off on this Sunday because I got something important to do. Can't remember what it was. She said, well, we, you know, Sunday is our our busy day. Usually that's all hands on deck. Schedule comes out, two people are off in the department now. So I asked those people, like, hey, did you guys request off? You got anything going on? They're like, no. And the only thing that sucked is there was no day that I could really switch with those two because they were already working the day that I was working. Yeah. Because I was part-time. Excuse me. So I just called in. So we have a, like, one-on-one or coaching meeting, whatever you want to call it. And she brings it up, and I just look at her like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, I see you called in. You did call in on one of the days that, you know, you asked off. And I was like, yeah. In my head, I'm like, yeah, of course I did. She would schedule me, even though I was a 20-hour employee, I was a full-time student, she scheduled me and another guy who had a full-time job, she was scheduling us 35 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And when I said, hey, you know I'm only supposed to really be here 20 hours, why are you scheduling me that? She said, oh, I can schedule you anytime within your availability. Uh, the next thing that really pissed me off is all of a sudden I noticed that I was only working like nine hours or five hours a week. And I actually said, hey, why am I being scheduled these hours? She would never answer. So we have a meeting like a couple of weeks later. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be scheduling people off of uh, productivity. So depending on how much you sell, that's how many hours you get. I had to literally corner her in the store to get out of her. That's why she was scheduling me those low hours. And I had to tell her about herself. And I told her, I said, you as a fucking manager, I didn't say fucking, but I wanted to say that. Why couldn't you just tell me that was the problem so I could fix it? Those were just three bad weeks I had because, like, nobody was coming to the store. The times I was working, you yeah. know, you know. And you're never going to be able to fix it if you're working nine hours. So. Exactly. So I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So I just made sure I started blowing my numbers out of the water. Then she wanted to give me some more hours. Um, and then the final straw that broke the camel's back is when I wanted to come home for one Christmas. And Christmas at Best Buy is a real sensitive subject because they don't want to give anybody off. Yeah. She gave somebody a whole fucking two-week vacation around Christmas and New Year's. Oh, jeez. And I kind of went off. There's somebody here? That's his wife. So. Okay. Well, that's yes. a bad boss. Story. So, Jennifer, you are terrible. 
Fuck you, Jennifer. You fucking bitch. Vic, did you ever get shanked by a boss? I never got shanked by a boss, but uh, let's see. At 18, I worked for a car wash. Did you dance when you washed the car? I did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I had a kid by that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy would take out the child support from my check and then just not mail it in. Oh, yeah, you betcha. Um, and then my most recent boss. Oh. Not you. Oh, all right. Uh, at the college, we had some real knockdown dragouts, man. Our last one, I cussed him up and down because, on a, let's say it was a Friday, he told me that I could have this day off coming up five weeks from then. And then when he came back in Monday, he told me I couldn't have it anymore. Just on a whim because he didn't feel like giving it to me. And at that point, I had, I had lost it, and I just let him have it. I didn't even care if they fired me at that point. I cussed him up and down, and he was like, you know what? I'm going to HR about this. And I said, I'll see you down there. And I beat a path to HR. He tried to slow me down. He's like, hang on, let me call and see if they're there. I said, I'll fucking wait. <laughs> and I got down there, and the guy was there, and I, pitched, I pleaded my case, and I got my day off. Is he still your boss? No, he's long gone. Um... Would you say now? Would you describe yourselves? And I'm gonna get your stories too. In lanes, the lane likes everybody, but I'm gonna make them. Get, but would you consider yourself a difficult employee? I don't. Okay, Lane, do you consider yourself a difficult employee? I can be. Yeah, I believe that. All right, tell us your story. <laughs> All right, I got. I've got two of them, and you know, by proxy, they're not terrible. Okay, by what you guys are saying. They're both from warehouse jobs. The first guy was the entire warehouse supervisor, okay? And his life was crumbling around him. Okay. All right? He was getting divorced. Oh, boy. He was uh, drinking, maybe a little more than he should. Or was he going to lose his kids? And occasionally, possibly. Oh, boy. And occasionally he would just pull me into the office and yell at me, and halfway through it, start sobbing uncontrollably. Okay. Which turned into an awkward... You know, right? Overall. Because you are basically you disconnect from people when they show feelings. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So that was probably really weird. <laughs> and then the second one did nothing wrong, but once I walked in on him in the bathroom, the you know the stalls. Yeah. And he was at the urinal with his arms, like yeah. that. Yeah. No control. Right. Just garden hosing. Just letting it go. Just <laughs> handling it out. Right. And I knew right there that guy was an idiot. <laughs> and I lost all respect. You got to put a hand on it. Well, okay. What? I mean, if you have a urinal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You a urinal. Are you putting your hands like Mick Jagger on your side? Yeah, yeah man. I'll tell you what I'm it's doing. Gonna do what's gonna do. Okay. All right. I got my hands on my hips because that thing's just spit, spitting around in the bottom down there anyway. Yeah, like a garden okay. hose that's like bouncing off that deodorant can. Yeah. Got a garden hose that you turn the water up too much, it jumps around. I actually do the Frank Drebin. I'm like. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't judge people because I'm that guy that sees two guys with the one in the middle, and I just get right in the middle. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Eddie Watson, who's your worst boss? I, I don't really have one. Okay. I have nothing. Everybody liked Eddie Watson. Huh? I'm a nice guy. All right. TC, TC? you got to have TC, oh, TC, yeah. Well, uh, oh, you can't get off, get off that quickly. You've never had a bad boss? Let him think about it while TC gives yeah, us thought, I, Nothing crazy. What about when you were 16 working fast food? What, what fast about a bad employee? This is probably what my name would come up. Ooh, bad <laughs> bad employee. Boss named Frank Ford, well, I, got one. I got to think about that. Bad employee. What was girl name? Oh, Todd. Todd. Ooh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> what was wrong with her? She was just a bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's got a real particular name, so... I know nobody listens to this, but, you know, she got a real... Yeah, do no, <laughs> do no, no fault, do no fault of her no, own. No, this is a nobody listens ago. to this. For, uh, for her anonymity, let's call her uh, Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy and Eddie didn't get along, and Nancy was just... Like, if, if we knew we weren't going to get fired, you just want to punch her in the mouth. Like, that's... <laughs> There's no other way to just, that's what you wanted to do. Okay. That's it. All right. There's probably worse people than that, but... TC, have you ever wanted to choke a boss? 
Oh, yeah. Could you fit your hands around his neck? A lot of them. I had this one boss. Uh, when I was working. Right now. <laughs> no, uh, when I was working for MPS. Where am I working for? MPS. So, <laughs> she... She was one of those people, like, she, she wasn't confrontational. So, like, if a parent come up to the IRA, she'll come and get one of us and ask us to handle the situation. Okay. Because she, she wasn't confrontational. So, I'm like, well, you just kind of set me up for failure because, first of all, I'm not confrontational like that, too. Because if the parents say something wrong, Hold on, hold on. Right. He's confrontational, but not in his professional setting. <laughs> because the hood side's going to come out quick. So I'm like. I understood exactly what he was saying. You know, and I'm like. You know, if the parents say something all like it's about to go down, you know that. She was like, just go out there. Just, just maintain your crew. So just be yourself. Go out there. Just maintain. You know, you tell the parent about the kid, they get the doing. So I'm like, okay. So, you know, me and the parent get into it. So then after a while, I go back to her. I'm like, this is what happened. Then she's like, well, this is what you should have did. She's like, you shouldn't go out there and act like you're from the hood. I said, I said, first of all, bitch, you already knew the way it was going to go when we went out there. And she was like, well, first of all, that doesn't give you a right to always act like you're from the hood. I said, I said, so bitch, now you telling me what I should be doing? I said, did I tell you what you should be doing? I said, I'll tell you sitting off to be a stupid bitch all day. And she was like, you know what? She was like, I can let you go right now. I said, I don't give a fuck, bitch. You know what the big problem is? This her first was, exposure was to the truth, TC? No, she knew, though. Like, I'm going to tell you what the problem was. When you went out with those parents and you were like, let me tell you about this little raggedy motherfucker. Right? <laughs> like, people ain't going to take that shit well, man. Like, oh, first of all, parents, first of all, you know your kid before anybody. For sure. You For know, sure. I, I told her, like, I said, you know your son. I shouldn't have to say anything. You know. Okay, what do you, what do you mean? No, you know the things your kid do. Well, my kid is not that bad. I said, that motherfucker terrible. <laughs> he gave her two options, two chances. I was wondering what it would be like a parent-teacher conferences with Bernie Mac as the teacher. <laughs> and it's really unfortunate that his manager. But yeah, the lady at the end, the lady, she just, she was like, you know, so I complained about her. And then a couple other people complained about her, and it was like, well, in the end, it was like, well, they doing your job when it comes time to, you know, talk to these parents. Why are you here? Yeah. And the bitch got promoted. I don't understand. Oh, that's MPS. That was actually your name, by the way. Um, you got half. I do. Uh, I can read it. Oh, see, I I spent time like you really didn't. You're a liar. Writing these. Uh, it's not a wrestling question. Good. What is the greatest individual record in sports? Record. Record. Oh boy. Oh. Um. Hmm. Well, I mean, let's let's talk. I can talk about one I'll never get beat. Say it. Uh, Cy Young and 511 wins. That's never going to happen. Right on. I mean, the game's not built to do that anymore. Um, I think Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game. What about all them broads he stooped? Well, that was impressive, That's a good too. record, too. Woo-hoo! Magic Johnson Woo-hoo! gave him a run, though, I think. Um, I think that's a big one. I think, um, I mean, those are the two that come to mind. One could never be broken... 100-point game might get broken someday, but it's going to take quite a Herculean effort. I'll tell you what's not getting broken. It's attainable, but it's not going to get broken because of the way batters hit these days. Uh Ted Williams hit streak, 56 games. Joe DiMaggio? Uh, Sorry, Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. It's not happening. No, it's not going to happen. That's a good point. Not happening. That's a good one. I'm just going to throw out the Fabulous Moolah's women's title. (laughs) For 40 years. And Bruno (laughs) Sammartino's. Heavyweight title round. Six years for the first one, and then eight, yeah, something like that. Yeah. What about you? Oh shit. Um, it's tough. The one that always, the one that's coming to my mind is the the Brett Favre one because I don't think oh games overall consecutive games, yeah, without missing one. It's a good one. That's a that's gonna be tough because they want to pull their quarterbacks now in the ending weeks of the year if they know they're gonna make the playoffs, right? Well, I mean, he was in that situation too, and he. 
come in and play a series and that'd be that. It'd still come in. Right, but to not get banged up where you'd miss at least a game, especially a franchise quarterback that you wouldn't want to expose to more injury. That's How many was he? Uh, now, he, keep in mind he was unbelievably high on painkillers for a good portion of those. But uh, Wait, 356? I'm going to check it out here. Yeah, it was ridiculous amount of consecutive games for an NFL player. Like, while you looked that up, hey, you got any unattainable sports? Beats? Nothing really comes to mind. I, you know, the, this is gonna be real out there. Like, um, and I'm not a super fan, but when I think about different sports like golf or bowling, yeah, that you know, that uh, who is it? Jack Nicholas has the 18 majors. Yeah, that's a. That seems pretty unattainable, though, as you hear people talk about I'll it. I'll tell you what, it didn't 10 years ago. Yeah, well, that, but that's why it's so ago, hard. Woods was yeah. Well, yeah, before, yeah, well. Right, but true. then his body broke. Like, it's hard yeah. to. Well, it's, well, there was that, but he's the back problems haven't helped. He did. Yeah. The back so, problems have that, I mean, to me, um, and I'm not like a, a big golfer, that's a, that's a pretty challenging thing to be able to do. Well, consistently, all the time. I got a question. Years on end. Bowling, I think, is underrated. I got a Tiger Woods question. All right. My man was loaded up. Yeah. Had a fine-ass wife at the house. Yeah. Yes. Why is he fucking ugly-ass Perkins waitresses? Per- it was, it was Waffle House. It was Can Waffle House. I have, a, I have a thought of, as to... And by the way, that's how he hurt his back. He was fucking on that <laughs> corner at Waffle House. That's... that's how you... I know the answer to that. All right, what's your I got a theory. You have a theory? Yeah. The answer is because he could. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, all right. That's true. Um, what was his life experience like before he had the, like, dudes lived the, like, <clears throat> these lived in a bubble, right, for, yeah. for, uh, for, since he was a kid. Yeah. And so, all, like, that shit just fell in his lap. I'm rich. I got a hot wife. But I never really got to, you know. So run around yeah. and soil those royal oaks. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's what caught up to him. Yeah, I said royal oaks. Take it over there, Zamunda. <laughs> yeah. There with the Zamunda. That's right. <laughs> Brett Favre uh, started every game that he played or was on a team for from 1992 to 2010. It was 297 games. Damn. That's pretty impressive. Mama said the Goldberg Street. That thing went up by like. 50 matches a week. If you're going to say the Goldberg streak, I'm going to say Al Bundy before touchdowns in one high school football. <laughs> Here we go. What would make you walk out of a movie? So I've got a couple answers. A toothy blowjob? <laughs> that, would, that would make me leave. Uh, get your dick out of the mouth before you start walking, though. Oh, of course. Um, no, seriously. Um, Pauly Shore being on the screen? We yeah. walk out of a That's movie. Must miss I don't think you must could mistakenly walk into a movie and then Polly Shore would show up. Like well, you never know. Schindler's List or hey something. Hey man, you got your tickets though. <laughs> and the, the only two movies I actually remember walking out of. Remember the movie Mafia? <clears throat> I do. Jay Moore, yeah. Yeah. I know it was supposed to be satirical. I know the genre. I usually enjoy the genre. I couldn't anymore. Like I couldn't. Like it was gag after gag after gag after. Gag. I'm like I'm out. I'm out. And then the other one was. I think it was because I was young. I was like 11 and I didn't understand it. The James Bond movie, Octopussy. Okay. Um, I just was kind of bored with it because, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, it, it's not, there's action in Bond movies, but it's spaced out. It's not like nonstop action, which is what I was hoping to see. Instead, I was like, eh, there's a lot of talking and drinking martinis. and. I walked out of Magnolia. You missed the end, bro. I don't feel like I missed anything. <laughs> Dude, you missed the fucking end. Bro. I've never walked out of a movie. You know why? What? Because I paid for that fucking thing. Did you see Magnolia? Uh, no. You'd have been on the first thing smoking about 45 minutes in. No, I think I would have watched it. It was rough. Okay, let me tell you what I stuck... Uh, I, let me tell you my experience with Magnolia. It was slow moving. Especially the first hour and a half. It was very slow moving. I stuck around because it was the same person who made Boogie Nights, and I love that movie. Yeah, Paul Thomas yeah. Anderson. So I'm like, okay, this will, there's got to be a payoff here. And you're starting to see these people's lives kind of intertwining. I'm like, all right, there's going to be a payoff. There was no payoff. Well, then it picked up a little bit. Didn't see it. Okay. The end of the movie was when all these five people were starting to connect in their storylines. It started to rain. Right? Not water. Frogs. Yeah. It was the end of the world, right? I guess. Is what the implication was. Yeah. Yeah, never watching that seems weird. 
Yeah. I've only watched out of one movie, uh, The Truman Show. And I like the truth. Oh, hold on. So here's how it went. Tootsie Blowjob. Next time you watch the movie, it's for the first 20 ish minutes, yeah. I was like, I'm fucking bored. So we walked out. We went and saw Lethal Weapon 4, which I love. Which is great. Yeah, never lost your mama's phone. Fuck you with the cell phone. Anyway, at the point I left, that's when the movie really got interesting. So I saw, for years, I'm like, oh, I hate that movie. And I. Finally watched it. It's a great movie. I really like it, but yeah, that's the only one I worked on. Okay. TC, you ever bail on anything? No, nothing like that. Yeah, that's about, something I really want to see. What about you, Eddie? You ever see start watching the movie? It didn't even have to be. I mean, it could be in the theater, but it could be somewhere. Will you watch uh, Magnolia now on XM Cinema? You should. <laughs> sound like great. You should. And then you well, should watch Grease too. You like, shouldn't. there's a movie with, like, Delroy Lin- Lindo. Oh, I Lindo, yep. Yeah. I know exactly. Um, there's a Spike Lee movie just came out with him in it. It's on Netflix. Oh. And that movie's boring to show. Now, I'm hour in. I think I got, like, four more hours to go. But, no, um, the only movie I ever walked out on was... Uh, what's the name of that movie? It's a kid's movie. It's the one where you're inside the girl's head... And oh, like anger, yes. joy. Yes. Inside out. Now, the reason why I had to walk out of the movie is because I brought my little nephew. Oh, no, one of my guy kids. One of my guy kids. And he was, like, completely throwing a fit throughout the movie. So that's why I didn't to walk on because he was having a problem. Okay. okay. But I love the movie. Yeah. Your Spike Lee movie that you're yeah. bored with is called The Five Bloods. There we go. Can I expand on that? These are movies I was in the theater for, but, like, I started watching uh, Nurse Betty. Somebody said, hey, this is a great movie. Isn't that a Pokemon character? I thought Nurse Betty was a TV show. No, no, this was a movie before a TV show. This movie had Renee Zellweger and Chris Rock. And who was Chris Rock's part? It was Morgan Freeman, wasn't it? I don't even know. I I was like, what the hell is going on here? The movie's terrible. Yeah. The movie's terrible. And here's an unpopular opinion. Maybe I just didn't understand it. Maybe I should watch it and see it again. Dogma. Like, I hated that movie. I'm like, what the fuck is... I don't mm-hmm. get this. I yeah. like Kevin Smith. Yeah, so. I'm not a... Ke- I like Kevin Smith stuff. I'm not movie. a Kevin Smith I fan. Get- I don't hate everything well, he does, but I'm not a fan. Uh, yes. Okay. But it was, again, long time ago. You know what? I'm going to figure on that one because uh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Never the first it. time I seen it, I, I watched like the first 40 minutes. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I stopped watching it. Then I watched it with a group of people, yeah. and we were cracking up the entire time. It's one of my favorite movies. You know, you know what? The, hang on, you can in a minute. You know what the thing with Napoleon Dynamite is? When you watch it, you got to think back to school. Mm. Everybody went to school with a fucking dork like that. Yeah. Like maybe not with the dancing and all that shit, right? But everybody went to school with a quirky kid who didn't fit in. Can I tell you guys something? Yes, you can you tell like us. You no, hate no. Napoleon Dynamite. No, I do hate Nato- Napoleon Dynamite, but we were just talking about it. Yes. And then fucking God smited me, all right? My mother-in-law broke her back. Okay. ATVing on sand dunes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not... You got to feed her llama now? <laughs> so... It's a movie bit. That's from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. His grandma broke her back... Like oh, ATVing on sand dunes. Come on, Tina, eat some dinner. <laughs> Tina, eat your dinner, you fat large. So in Dogma, the the highlight clearly was Alanis Morissette showing up. Would yes. you in, are you in or out? Uh, I would, but just after Ryan Reynolds was done, when they were together, I would just go down there and fire well, Dogma, Dogma correctly. Road. I'd be holding out for Salma Hayek. Why after Ryan Reynolds? Uh, he's it's a, because he's gay for show. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, uh, he's not one of your your listeners. Uh, well, he can't find I'm, I'm gonna be honest. He can't find us on Podbean. Okay, so I hate to shit on Podbean again. It is so hard to find y'all podcast yes. because even when y'all try to link to it. It just takes you to pop beans. Then I have yes. to figure out how to search for it because yeah, we, I can't we, just put Ross Family. Do you know, there. we just have 75 yes, fucking hours of fucking radio magic Lord, that man. nobody can fucking hear because we're on fucking Podbean only. Fuck this shit. I'm on Buzzsprouts. Go to Buzzsprouts. They're, they're pretty good. God damn it. I think I paid like yeah. four. I, I want to know what the show's about. I'm like, listen, <sighs> if it was up to me to get these shows on the air, 
There'd be 75 hours of unaired fucking... Because I don't know how to do any of this shit. Right. Okay? I'm an old man. Me either. I'm confused. Well, without Riley, we wouldn't get the beginning of the show cut together. We could still you, we could still be on Podbean, but we got to be in other places. I think we are. We're on iTunes. I'm not sure that we no. This is the time no. and place to negotiate your new podcast. No, here's the problem. Fun. You think we're on iTunes, but we're on a knockoff E-Tunes. Okay. H two. You think we're on Apple? Apple? What is I it called? H-tunes. Apple. iTunes. No. What's the other one you were mentioning before that? Oh, Spotify. Google. Yeah, you thought we were on Spotify, and we're actually on Spot This Guy. <laughs> <laughs> like you got us in the wrong places, man. I'm gonna look at iTunes. See if we got it on there. You might know a guy who could do that, but again, that's whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I search is starting to come up. So let me see. Oh boy. If you're on what? iTunes. You're on iTunes. That's where I listen to it. it. It shows up as the Grapple Talk Network still, even though we're the only. It does one. not. Right on. So this is no. This is all of their stuff. So we're basically the yeah, network see? now. We have a we have actually a five uh, star rating oh, from five ratings. It okay. did at one point come up as the Grapple Talk, but yeah, on iTunes. Let's see you on iTunes. Right, well, right we need to pub in the yeah, shit see, out of it. Right? It brings up the Grapple Talk stuff, but it brings up all of their stuff, so it's everybody else's podcast. Right, right on. on. Yeah, people. like Deech and Dork. Well, Deech is uh, Jordy Lee. Oh. Who's the other guy? Dork. I don't know. All right. Who's next? I did hat. You did hat. Hey, who hasn't done hat yet? The Riley Factor. Remember that? I do. What if the Riley Factor? Because this one was featuring Sierra. Was just him with a different female wrestler every week, just liking their photos. Like he's not even interviewing them. It's just him on their page, liking pictures and talking. But just because a few comments are like, this bathing suit is nice. All right. What do you got, TC? Can you read it? Sometimes his writing's pretty shit. I spent a lot of time. Was he mass transition injury? Oh, was the the mass transit incident justifiable? Justifiable? Yeah. No, No. I I can't justify that. Who? New Jack. New Jack. Jack. Mass transit. You cut him with that uh, scalpel one time. Absolutely not. Yeah. I don't think anything New Jack's done is justified. No, and that includes Terry Runnels. Did you guys see the the, the um, thing you just did, uh, Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. My man's crazy. First of all, that whole season two was all about cocaine, with the exception of like the One Heart episode and like one other episode. Yeah. Everything else was about people getting fucked up on cocaine. Like 20 years of wrestling was pretty much all about cocaine. <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. About... That okay, so what I took away from the New Jack one was yeah, New Jack was fucked up, and Mustafa's eyes. What the fuck? <laughs> like, what is going on with Weird. Mustafa? Well, you smoke pencil shavings and see how like his that. eyes. His eyes not only looked opposite ways, but they spun. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's justified, but that kid did lie. To get himself on the show to get into a ring. Did he lie to get almost killed? I mean, he, was he putting New Jack in physical danger by working with him? No. Because he didn't know what he was fucking doing? No, because New Jack wasn't going to sell for him anyway. It was a anyway. squash. He yeah. wouldn't ever get picked up. All right. What was the, guy that, the older guy that he beat the crap out Gypsy of? Gypsy Joe. Realize, yeah, Gypsy Joe. <laughs> yeah, well, he, said, he tried to kill Vic Grimes. Yeah, when he said, he was like, I don't know what was an accident when Vic Grimes did it, but I tried to kill that motherfucker. Yeah, and he I said flat Vic out, he tried to kill him. Did you guys see what Vic Grimes did? Yeah, he, <laughs> he wouldn't jump skull. off and then he landed on him. I landed on his head. Uh, there's the guy in Florida that he stabbed like 11 times. They wanted to work an angle with him a little bit. And he said, if you would say that didn't happen or it was an accident or something, and I can get out of jail, I'll work the program with No, him. no, remember he said, if you don't... If you don't, uh, if you say we were working together, I'll train you. Oh yeah. He said oh, I'll train you. Yeah. And he ghosted. And then he went home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm and not, then I'm, yeah. say it again. I'm not an ECW guy, so all that was new for me. I was highly entertained. Well, some of this was indie stuff. No, uh, but I get it. But like, I'm not familiar with. I've always heard the name, didn't know the the guy. And then there's another one that they didn't even include in the dark side of the ring, where it's a triple threat against him and two kids, and this one kid. Kicks out of a pin and New Jack gets mad because he wanted to go home and he just brains this kid with the chair and he's he rolls out of the floor. I he's bleeding it. immediately and New Jack comes out and hits him again. 
I saw that. Yeah. Hey, Frida from Fondo Act just texted me. Boy, are they illiterate out there in, in our state. And he says, fuck ECW. Oh, great. <laughs> so. Thanks, Frida. I'm starting to feel like Frida from Fondo Act. The, these guys have a lot of the same opinions you have. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> I wonder if they've been done well, wrong Well, they Kuma. would. No, see, they would have, they would have similar uh, 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 opinions as us because they're one of our, like, ten listeners. Oh, I'll spot that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is totally different than Spotify, by the way, and I've made some cool friends. Where are we at? Uh, we got a little time. Well, somebody, okay. somebody still owes a poll, right? Did you get I think did you Eddie get Watson owes us a poll. Yeah. Did you hear one? Oh, yeah, you he started yeah, so, it. Yeah, right? he started it, so... This, yeah, we'll see. This could be the last one if it's in depth. It'll be in depth just opening it. But will it be in depth just? Oh, since we're on that dark side of the ring, yeah. who will be the next well-known wrestler to die early? Oh. Oh, well, let me just first say that Def Jeff did a great job producing Shaquille O'Neal's rap album. Now, <laughs> let's get back to this. Boom, He's got skills. He does. He was Boom, actually deaf, which was interesting. That Next well-known. So when we say well-known wrestler, it doesn't have to be somebody who's active right now, right? No, it's just well, who's the person that's going to die early. So that kind of implies it does have to be an active wrestler. Not necessarily. Well, I mean, if Hulk Hogan dies, he's 70. No, 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 no. <laughs> But I'm thinking like some of the guys who wrestled in ECW that like Sandman, for example. I wouldn't say that's early. Sandman's or, lived a hard life. Well, right. That's what. But that's who's gonna die early. Somebody who lived a hard life, right? Like Jeff Hardy comes to mind. Jeff Hardy is a good one um, as a potential. Um, um, We're on the Ross family Deadpool. I'm gonna tell you exactly who I got. All right. I got Darby Allen. He play, takes the dumbest fucking Steve Stardom bumps in the fucking history of the world. And he's getting divorced already. I don't know nothing about that. So like, I don't know. He's married. He married to. Uh, he married Priscilla Kelly. What about Raven? So what well, about again? Raven? Can, again, can we call that early? That guy is living on fucking years he should have been dead already with all the dope. So here's the problem, though. This is a hard answer. One to answer then, because I think the wrestling business now is a lot cleaner as far as from a drug standpoint. True. So it's that's why it's less likely to be. Like if, uh, to be Randy Orton or to be Shorty G. Hey, Randy Orton. Yeah, you're hope. fucking hoping. You know, right, or to be, or to be Cesaro, or to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, don't say Cesaro. I like. No, that's what I'm saying. These guys are clean. Yeah, these guys are relatively clean now. They do a better job. Mm-hmm. Is it perfect? No, but they do a better job keeping these guys from self-destructing. So it's going to be harder to pick somebody who's currently at the height of their career because those. They're doing. Yeah. I think if someone goes, it'll be one of these at some point. One of these comeback situations is going to end badly because it's just their their body's not able to take it anymore. Edge, like watching that dude in that WrestleMania match, I'm like, this dude, should, like, this physically, he didn't look well to me. And I know he's lost weight and all that kind of business, but like that's where I think the next one will come from. Some some person trying to bring it back for salty or something like that and trying to look good. Time's past. For a while, Paige looked like a good option. Paige here. Paige here. Yeah, I, I, Lita maybe. Hey, maybe we're maybe we're jumping the lead here. Maybe somebody should say Alberto Del Rio or whatever his name oh. is now. Oh, there you go. Because my man sure does like cocaine. He does, and that's why Paige was going to be right too, because she also liked the cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. I heard she didn't like it. She just liked the way it smelled. Yeah, and she liked double dicker, decker dickers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she did. Did you not see the tape? Double I've seen the tape a lot. Okay. All right. Are you going to watch that on XM Cinema? <laughs> yeah, what's up, man? I could give a review on that. I mean, I'll subscribe tonight. Xavier Woods should watch that on his Twitch channel. He should. He should do commentary on it. This is where I finish on her face. <laughs> what about what about Jason Masters? What about him? The, uh, his Twitch page? No, his Deadpool. Oh. Is he nah, the one man. that... No, you can't kill Jason Masters. Masters. Look, my buddy Jason Cal- Masters is going to live to be like 150. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be Masters, the Roaches, and the Rats. <laughs> and, and Mick Jagger. He's and gonna Keith Richards. He's right. going to be at every one of our funerals crying and drunk. Right. And, and then hitting on your wife. And then hitting on her. <laughs> I drove up and down the road with this dude. 
Let me grab that ass. Can I, can I just take a minute and tell you about this great match I had with TJ? Oh, fuck! <laughs> ah, yes. Also, Lane's wife. How you doing, baby? Nice to see you. I'm going to help you get the kids home tonight. You need me to help tuck them in? You need some comforting? All right. What? So he was in the crawls, right? Me and TJ tore the house down. You should have seen it. Suplex. Super kick. Suplex. Super kick. Ah, big comeback. Bum, 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 bum. What movie is this from? I know this movie. I just want to tell you, I was so good. Like, I was so good. He's back and he's dancing in front of the mirror. You guys see it? You guys see it when I took the bump against that rail? That rail was made of wood. Baby, I just, like, you whipped me into it. I took it for speed. Love did, talking about that. Did match. you did you see it? Did you see when we grabbed the table? <laughs> we grabbed the table and we did the urinage through the table. Did now, you see it? Now I know. I know I'm supposed to be doing a eulogy for Lane. He was my buddy. Here, why don't you put your hand down my pants here? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of my daughters. Oh. Oh, was that too far? Oh, oh, oh. Well, your daughters are fairly young at this point. Well, right okay. now. Oh, yeah. What am I dying tomorrow? Well, 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 how many pills did you take a day again? <laughs> <laughs> well. All right. Well, that's dark. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> so, who's going to die next? Wrestling-wise. Hillbilly <laughs> right. Jim. Is he, is, he, is he still alive? Still alive. Oh, okay. That works. What about Beefcake? What about Janetti? How come he's not on the pool? How's Beefcake still alive? Because around? those aren't... Wait, Wait no. time. Ooh. Oh, cigar store Indian. Oh. <laughs> Do we have to, we, we're about like eight minutes left, right? I mean, depends on how much Riley cuts out in the beginning, but I hope like a lot of it. <laughs> we probably got like time for maybe one more. Right, I'll pull one. I mean, Backy McBackenstein's back is back, and can I ask a bonus question? Yeah, you can. Why does this pop up in my head? If you were to pass away, who do you want to do your eulogy? Uh, great question. Terry Funk. Like, I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you the real answer and, and a, a dream answer. I would probably think, like, my brother would do a good job doing a eulogy of me. However, um, somebody famous, I would have to say, um, Katy Perry from five years ago. I just wanted to lay her breasts on my face. That was. Right. <laughs> Can I, I'll just tell you this. That was more than five years ago. That was Obama's uh, second inauguration. Uh, <laughs> that that's the that's the that's the time frame you want. Maybe maybe uh, this is a little dark, but. Uh, at this point in time, anybody can give my eulogy because I won't be there. So just come on up, say whatever the fuck you want. Uh, put okay. over your own podcast. Can I do it? Can I do it in Dan? Can I do it Dan Len style? You can. Okay. First of all, that's how it starts. Yeah, and I won't. Lane was a great guy. Be sure to check out Titanic on XM Movies. Only <laughs> <laughs> on iTunes. Wait, the problem is you, if you're doing Dan Lenz, you're not looking down enough. No, I was doing Eddie. Okay. <clears throat> gotcha. Okay, here's the last question of the show. What is something everyone looks stupid doing? Shit. No. <laughs> I don't feel like I look stupid when I shit at all. I think I got a couple. I think eating is obvious one. Uh, getting your picture picture taken on a roller coaster. That's think, a good one. I think you just you always look no matter what whether you're having a good time or you're terrified oh, no, you look you look stupid like the picture like eh, that picture looks like shit. So those are the two that I think come. Getting up. angry to the point where you lose all emotional control. What about when you lose your neck? <laughs> that's part of it. That's your arm whips up. That's yours. All right, I have to go creepy with this, but I'm gonna say ejaculation. Who looks amazing doing that? Uh, no, I've never done it in a mirror. I couldn't tell you. I might be the stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine if you tried to do it in a mirror, it'd take a really long time. I, I feel like if you do, <laughs> I feel like if you do, you're so Ugh. smooth that as you're, you're like feathering your hair back. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Eddie? Well, since people are really weird, by the way, uh, give me Denzel Washington to re- read my... Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good one. What about Morgan Freeman? <laughs> my See, Morgan Freeman's great, but Denzel take you on that emotional journey. When I first saw Eddie in the casket, I knew did, I was sleeping. Did I tell you that... See, that's <laughs> Did I tell you that Jason Masters looks so old right now? That Morgan Freeman could play young Jason Masters right now. That's how wow. old Jason Masters. And hit a better super kick. Yeah, I'm just gonna put that on there. Yeah, this is gross. He was looking real gray. He's I, looking real I, gray I, these I'm, days. I'm gonna take it beyond the shitting and say when you're constipated. Oh yeah. And yeah, you, you're struggling. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. TC, anything that everybody just looks. There might be some of that going on later on tonight. Shit. Yeah. You know, I, I just um, do my eulogy. Well, I've seen him do a couple of them, so <coughs> I, I probably won't want Barack to do mine. You know, he make it sound so good. You know, yeah, he make people believe I was really some fucking. <coughs> <coughs> what about Angel Armani? Yeah, I'll be doing his. <laughs> like, wow. Let me tell you about TC, man. I, he was a friend of mine, but he just did it. First of all, call you by the wrong name because he called it a bit wrong. <laughs> Let me tell you about something about TH. <laughs> this guy. Was a friend of mine, but you know, sometimes he just he didn't listen. Like we had tag teams, and he just wouldn't listen. I'm like, you don't have to do the double down. Man. Come over and make the tag. It's not time for the double down. But you what know, am I doing in the double down? You can't tell him anything because he's got it in his head that this is what he wants hey, you to do. He exposed himself all the time. So we was out one day before Bruce City show, right? And I was like, I just picked up my phone. I was like, yeah. Actually, for time they wrote this on uh, Facebook, he's like, yeah, went around so you know, with some creepy old guy. So he's like, he talking about me. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, he talking about me. I'm like, dude, he didn't even say that, but it's so weird to believe that you, out of all the creepy old men in the world, you would say he was talking about you. I said, that's because you be calling them stalking them. You know, they're like, what are you doing? Who else said that's another guy saying he called him? And he'd be, he'd be like, Yeah, man, that's fucking weird, man. He'd be calling me and leaving messages and talking about some training in his house. I was like, Who the fuck does that? Yeah, he's got his ring up in the backyard. Yeah, I know. In his house, no. I, uh, I, I, I get calls from him all the time. It's usually the bitch about Craig Council. It is. We'll talk for two hours about how Craig Council needs to get fired. And then he says, And the guy can't even take an arm drag. <laughs> uh, I want to add uh, my eulogy famous person I had to be I'm going to mess up his name Mashahala Ali oh but right. doing it moment. as the cotton mouth character I was going to say Luke Cage oh yeah you looking forward to him as Blade <laughs> I think it's going to be cool yeah. even though I, I would still like Wesley Snipes to do it but he is kind of old though I, I got so. some for all of us Emo Phillips is going to do yours that's great yeah. um, that's just great Fred Wolfberg. I know who that yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> do yours. And I'm going to get... That's Gilbert. what it will say on the program. You know who this is. <laughs> Fred Wolfberg. <laughs> he knew who that was. <laughs> and I'm going to get... Uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Gilbert Godfrey. To give my... I would love Gilbert Godfrey. I would so, love. as far as my eulogy goes, there won't be one because I've already decided I'm not going to have a funeral. They're just going to burn it and throw it. Uh, Into somebody's eyes? Yes, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> At the next show, it'll hopefully. be a spot. Like, like you'll come out to wrestle and like, oh, how are you going to wrestle without Victor Stick Ross? Oh, you'll see. And then the ref, I still got yeah, it. And then the ref is down and you're going to pull out the ashes and blind your opponent. There'll be like a little bone chip in it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I feel you on that because I don't want to have a funeral either, even though I know my family wouldn't have it. I would rather not have a funeral. I would like to set aside like five hundred to a thousand bucks for just my friends to go party. And That's exactly what I've requested. Just go have fun. I don't want yep. people crying and all that other you stuff. Cause party, yeah. You put party that shit down on paper. Cremation. That's what I'm signing up. Hope my wife is aware. Oh, okay. the will. Oh, you're Hold right. Hold on a second. I don't know if I can do that. I'm a, I'm a bit of a crier. I don't think I'll have a, not like a thousand Flair. dollars when I die. Oh, I won't. And even, then, even if you got to step aside, tear up for a moment, okay, then come back and drink an apple. You can, I can yeah, do that. That's for sitting at the bar for a quick minute, and you go back out and, you know. But what I want on. you to do is um, I want you to uh, get all the party supplies because I'm broke, but ring them up as onions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then have at it. And then well, my answer like six Walmarts, man. Yeah. My answer to what does everybody look stupid doing? 
trying to catch their balance after they slipped on some ice. Oh, yeah. Oh, everyone looks a yeah. fool. Yeah. Try, like, you get you that moment cool. of panic. You can't you know? be cool going Hey, it would be better when you fought out and you're trying to get up and... <laughs> Listen. Back hurting. I'm fat and old. <laughs> if I fall, you're going to see me get up. <laughs> it's going to be a minute. You guys are workers. If you slipped on ice, would you take a perfect bump? I have. I would. I would not. I, I have. I'm, I'm fucking ridiculous. No problem. You're going to take a perfect bump. You just... Ha! Well, I'm taking it back to the... What about your bricks on? Depends on what you got in your hands. I had my pull-out stereo last time I slipped on some ice, and that was... I didn't want to break it, so I just took it on my elbow. Ooh. Ow. What you need to do next time is get skilled and throw it up, and then take the bump and have it. <laughs> but then yeah. sell it when you catch it. Like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Sit up. Sit up for the stomp, you know? Yeah. Okay, wrap it up. All right. Well, hey, that was episode 74. And it was thrilling. It was a song. thing of magic. I want to thank our our hosts for allowing us in here, uh, Eddie and Eddie too. TC. Uh, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna do this, but it's Eddie and Black Eddie. That's okay? what I was told. That's what we were told. We had the EBC and Eddie EBC Studio. We talked about your October show, uh, Saturday Night Slamcasters. Where can we find that? Oh, you can find that anywhere you hear podcasts. Oh, so, so where we're not, and then. Um, XM Cinema? Yes. Same thing. Alright. Right here from down, beautiful downtown, uh, Hampton Boulevard. There you go. Up to the EV studio. Win- windows up, lock your doors. <laughs> hey, can now, you hey, tell me how to get back to downtown? The Yo, come on. <laughs> Jack Spade, Vic Ross, and Scott Williams. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>